Welcome to the Undeletable Dad podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Poisner, and this is the place you want to be if you're a divorced or separated man with one or more children, and you've discovered that nothing works the way it used to, or the way it's supposed to, or the way you wish it would. It's the place to be to learn to strike the exacting tone of fatherhood, to become the magnetic leader that your children will naturally turn towards, and to find out that parenting can be way less work than however you're doing it now. It's the place to hang out if you want to get off the hamster wheel of survival mode, just putting out fires one after the other, and step onto that pedestal of fatherhood where you belong. Here's the next installment of my conversation with Jeff Hoffman, who is the creator of VisibleMan.com and one of the hosts of the wonderful Visible Man Discord server. It's like a comfy worldwide man cave where guys get together to play a little poker or some fantasy football and sometimes talk about shit that's happening in their life with other guys who won't laugh or change the subject. It's a really amazing space. I think you should totally check it out. And the link is definitely in the show notes for that. In this episode, Jeff talks about wondering if he's getting the parenting wrong and about how his way of parenting is different than the way his ex parents and how he's learning to lean into that. (laughs) Oh, that's so great. I and I really like that piece about the no fear of parenting the wrong way, because that's, um, that's something that was just on my mind, actually, to talk about. There's this weird, um, I mean, I think that a lot of, a lot of divorced dads get stuck in a kind of no man's land or limbo or something, Hmm. where they're um, waiting somehow for permission to do that. Interesting. Where the, where the mom is really loud, Mm -hmm. still um, maybe literally and maybe in their head you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, very critical Um, like that's a it's a trope right I mean it's a thing that that the the mom can really try to take 100% ownership of the parenting uh, sort of crown or whatever like yeah you know like I'm the parent you're the whatever Visitor, the assistant parent. you know the like yeah the helper somehow yeah and, like the vice parent or something the vice parent <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like you get a you get a vote but it's not 51 percent or that's 50%, right that's right yeah you know? and i think they're um like a lot of guys uh are tiptoeing around a certain degree of fear hmm. of doing something wrong or saying something wrong or Uh, Well, especially, especially with the kids themselves, right? Like it's Mm -hmm. um, kids know how to play their parents off each other. So this is like a fucking dream come true for a lot of kids, right? (laughs) Oh, like the parents separate, you mean? Because they can. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, mom said I could kind of thing, or I'm not coming here anymore. Like, you know, I don't like that you took away my PlayStation or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's, that's crippling. Yeah. That that's one thing that I really well we as a couple really faced 
um, when the separation first started is that, you know, we, we parent differently. I mean, everybody parents differently, I suppose, mm -hmm. but um, <laughs> her style is more um, punitive and more, I'm going to take this away. I'm going to punish you for this. Mine is more, I will, I'll be like bumpers on a bowling alley. Like I will, I will give you room to figure things out and fuck up mm -hmm. you know, and to fail, but I'm right there when you, so, cause it, it's more, it's, I'm, we're raising adults at the end of the day. You know, right. So, um, but that was a common point of arguing between the two of us was how I need to do more X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, no, 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 this is okay. But it, it, there was, um, I didn't have that reassurance, you know, like, cause I was used to leaning on her or mm. I, maybe I was used to her. I was used to her cr critiquing me. <laughs> and without that, you know, you know, it was more like, well, I, I think this is right. Um, but, uh, you know, I would regularly run things by my therapist and be like, is this cool? Like, is this too much? Because I, I, I keep hearing from their mom that this is too much. And she's like, you're doing just fine. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's an adjustment for sure. Yeah, no, that's great. And I love that. I love that image. I'm going to steal that, that bumpers on the, oh, yeah, yeah. the, at the bowling alley. That's, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, that is perfect. And of, yes, it's true that I think a lot of divorces are generated around the, you know, a huge divide about mm. how, how to raise kids. Yeah. Um, and it's like, you seem to have settled into your <laughs> groove. I think that a lot of guys who are, who start off with a partner who is the disciplinarian, mm-hmm find it, find themselves at a loss mm. um, afterwards. And especially when they get together with another partner, there's a kind of unconscious expectation that she's going to do that stuff that they don't mm -hmm. like to do, that it's, it's somehow a, like a mom thing or a mm. woman thing. And, and they're going to, they're going to stay backed off and she's going to do that. And that's like, doesn't, it doesn't go, doesn't work. Yeah. I think my husband is very much very similar to what you're describing in terms of his style, because his, his uh, ex-wife used to always, you know, his, his line was that she would always say, do something, you know, like when, when mm. the kids would be acting up or who knows, you know, that somebody would have transgressed or something and she would say, do something. Yeah. And he'd be like, well, like I'm on this in, in my way, you don't see what I'm doing, but yeah. like, I'm not ignoring it, but I don't do what you do. Like, you know? Yeah. That makes, I, I that sounds like a very similar story <laughs> because it, I think the approach is to do something to make them stop. But like, well, I guess there's like extrinsic motivation and intrinsic or something. Yeah. Like, I think there's a mentality of if I do this, then you'll do that rather than you have to figure out inside why you should stop <laughs> you get yeah, to totally. consequences and then that wasn't you know that's a more i don't know that's a healthier overall approach i think personally um i find it interesting when i think back that my husband has like he's raised two teenagers here and he's never taken away anybody's phone he's never hmm. grounded anybody or you know like sent anyone to their room but these kids are absolutely 
in the context of, you know, being teenagers and having to push back and becoming adults, but boy, do they ever care what he thinks. They really, really care what he thinks. Mm. And that's what counts. Like, like they turn, they turn their heads to his direction. You know, they Mm. are not, they're, they're not ignorant of the, of the connection there. They care more what their dad thinks than what anyone else thinks. And Mm. that's how it's supposed to be. You know, even though they're out in the world with their friends and doing their thing, Mm -hmm. you know, when it comes down to it, they don't want him to be disappointed. My daughter said that to me exactly yesterday or the day before she's like my biggest fear is that i'll disappoint you wow well you gotta love that i thought i was saying something really risky and disruptive that teenagers are actually all about not wanting to disappoint you even as they're rolling their eyes and flipping you the bird when they think you're not looking and then jeff's daughter goes and says that exact thing to him the day before our call i have this thing for hitting the nail on the head It's kind of fun. Don't you just love that analogy about being like the bumpers on the bowling alley? I think that's brilliant. And it's actually a very dad way of going about it. Or at least it's the authoritative dad way. Because the authoritarian dad is going to be more like a gate guarding off the bowling lane. Like, don't even try this unless you know you can stay out of the gutters. We don't do gutter balls in this family. And the permissive dad is like, sure, just run down the lane holding the ball if that's what you want to do. Light the bowling ball on fire? Why not? You lead the way. Your job is to set out the rules and then let them go for it and be ready to catch them when they're about to make more damage than they can fix. I really love that way of looking at things. And remember that the father function is all about preparing your child to go out into the world. It's about helping them develop character and confidence and courage. And they can't get at those things if they feel too hemmed in and judged all the time. Or if they don't really believe that you will catch them if they're going to fall. This is tough shit, right? It's about finding that balance. But when you're in your natural masculine, especially in your sigma masculine, the program just plays itself. That sigma masculine is the one who is blind to the call of the collective to conform, even the call to be leading the pack. The sigma masculine has no pack. There's nobody you're waiting on to approve of your way of doing things. You just know that it's how you want to do it, and you do. Thanks for listening. If you're loving that there's a podcast just for divorced dads, and that it's actually helpful, please take just a minute and leave a rating or even a review. That's going to really help another dad to stumble on us in the darkness of the internet. And don't forget to dis- to subscribe too, so you get notified every time there's a new episode. I do take private clients by invitation and referral. You can find out more at undeletabledad.com. 
See you next time, and thanks for listening. Your kids thank you, too. <laughs>